Hey everybody, this is Miley. And this is Porvi. And you're listening to That's What We Said, a podcast where we offer our insight on a variety of topics that touch our lives and probably yours on a daily basis. Hey guys. It's been a while. It has been a while. Miley's been really busy. Not just me. Both of us have been really busy. Both of us have been busy, but we've been thinking about you guys. Yeah, guys, check out Miley's book. It's coming out really soon. Yes, you gotta keep her. You gotta keep her on her feet because yes. she gets lazy, and then you don't. I do cut nothing. it in half. There's two sep- separate books, so any young adult um, aficionados out there, or even old adult, old adult. <laughs> no, my the the characters on my book called Follow Your Heart. They, the main character, she's still in high school. So, yeah, but remember that other book with the werewolf and the yeah. vampire? Adults watched it more. Yeah, hello, me. Yeah, exactly. Twilight? So it's, yeah, Twilight. It's an everybody book. It, you know what? It's true. There's people who actually like reading YA, and that's me. I love YA, which is why I wrote YA. So, coming out soon, follow your heart. On top of that, it's going to be take a chance. The story of Colton and Spencer. But I digress. How are you doing, Porby? I'm doing good. I'm ready for our first episode after a while. I know. So what do you want to talk about today? Our first episode with really great, great, with really great sound quality. It's been amazing. Hopefully. Yes. So I listened to the next, the Netflix special of Brene Brown. Okay. Um, I don't even know what the actual title is, but she's talking about her recent book called Daring Greatly. Okay. And in it, she talks about um, being brave, having the courage to be vulnerable. And if you guys know um, who Brene Brown is, she did that TED Talk about being vulnerable mm-hmm. and like millions of people like tuned in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she, she has this new Netflix special. So again, it was about... Uh, having the courage to face your vulnerabilities. And maybe if you face your vulnerabilities, or if you're vulnerable, you face your fears, then maybe your happy life is beyond those, right? Facing your fears. So one of the stories she talked about was her daughter. And again, I'm going to paraphrase, and so I might not have the details correct, but her daughter, who is a competitive swimmer, she was assigned to do like the 100 meter breaststroke, which apparently supposedly is really hard. I'm not Mm -hmm. a competitive swimmer, so I don't know. And when she found out that her swim coach assigned her to that um, particular meet, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, she cried. She went home to Brene and her husband and was like, I can't do it. I gotta get out of it. Mm -hmm. And um, Brene's husband basically told her, look, you just, got to try to do it mm-hmm. and she cried some more and then but was her being vulnerable or was it just being fear she was scared right okay so she was scared her friends she asked am I gonna get grounded if I get out of it she's basically trying to look for an out right and then one of her friends told her that she could scratch the meat which again I'm not a competitive swimmer but uh, basically she's saying when it's time to do that particular mm-hmm. meat she could just not show up on her her little board she can't mm-hmm. she could just not Skip participate it. right yeah. uh-huh. so they were kind of like okay well you know it's your choice they basically told her it's her choice so the day of the meet uh they watch Brene and her husband they watch and they don't see her on the board mm-hmm. last minute they see her there mm-hmm. so she goes in and they're watching so what happened was she ended up being last place mm-hmm. and 
everyone had to wait. And if you guys have seen the Olympics with my, Michael Phelps, you always feel sorry for the ones that are behind mm-hmm. and they still have to swim the entire yeah, lap. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she had to do that. Long story short, she was embarrassed, mortified. She cried. She talked to her swim coach because that was really embarrassing. And she's, I guess she was a teenager then. She talked to the mom. She got to Brene and um, they were kind of talking and Brene felt really bad. Like, how do you but feel? What does she feel bad about? Well, she's she- the one that... Well, not Brene, but the girl. The daughter. Why was she crying? Because she's well, the one that decided not to do it. Well, she well she ended up doing it, right? She did it. She okay. ended up doing the meet. She failed miserably. Mm-hmm. And um, so they kind of felt bad for her. And she did cry. She was embarrassed. But at the end, the moral of that story, though, what she said was, because Brene was feeling bad. Like, you sucked. Like, you, you really failed. And she goes, no, I might have lost the meet, but I won because I was brave and I did it. So she faced her fears and that was the whole thing. She would never have known, you know, I I think what she was saying was that no matter what, there was no way her daughter was going to win. Right. Because they all knew it instead of like, yeah, yeah. But you have to try to know. Right. Exactly. And that was the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Like you have to try to know because if you're, if you're comfortable with just like, oh, being scared, being fearful, like, you know, not just talking about this meat if you're afraid to do a certain thing, yeah. like bring it back to the podcast, I was so afraid. Yeah. Like I wanted to be perfect. I would yeah. have sat forever. We would have never launched. Mm-hmm. And you're like, we have to do it. And we were far from perfect, but I, I right? Think, I think, but we had to do it. I think there's a little bit of a distinction. I don't think you're afraid of doing the podcast. You wanted it to be perfect. I think like, for example, a fear is, oh shit, what if I just like jump jobs right now and the second job I fail at? Right. right. That's more of a fear. Like, that's a fear I have. The podcast was more like, I want it to be perfect, then I'll put it out. Right. Like, I don't know if that was a fear of you, like, f- at failing at it because it wasn't perfect or more of a let's just get it perfect before we put it out there. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why for me, when I look back on it, I feel like it was a fear. Okay. True. I wanted it to be perfect, which is why I didn't want it to. I didn't want to put it out mm-hmm. right away. And I didn't want to put it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but why was I afraid to put it out? Why was I afraid that it wouldn't be perfect? I was afraid of what people would say about us. Okay. And there's a fear. Okay. And that's the thing. Why am I afraid at the end of the Okay, I might digress a tiny bit. So then do you think that people fear things because of what other people are going to judge? I was just about to say okay. that. And that's the problem with us. We're human beings. That's what we naturally do, right? I'm not saying anything bad about people who naturally feel that mm-hmm. way. I am like that all the time, right? So I, we don't have like... People like our podcast. People don't like our podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And at everybody the loves our podcast. Everybody loves our oh, podcast. Oh, dare they? Anybody mm-hmm. who doesn't love our podcast, or just call me like later. I'm going to judge you. Catch me outside. You should be fearful of me because I'm going to judge you. <laughs> You're being judged. <laughs> now we're judging you. No, but seriously, that uh, Brene kind of touched on that as well. Mm-hmm. Like you have to know that not everybody is going to like you like if you're putting yourself out there right not everyone is going to agree with what you're doing so one of the other main things that she said and i'm going to botch this because i know i'm not i'm not going to do it right but supposedly uh her book daring Mm -hmm. greatly which is what this netflix special was based on uh was the um the original like her inspiration Mm -hmm. was a speech by teddy roosevelt Mm -hmm. and this speech basically and again i may botch this but paraphrasing here what teddy roosevelt said is 
if you jump in the arena, you face your fields or whatever this arena is yeah. that you're, you, you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like for us, say it's podcasting. Mm-hmm. If you go into podcasting, you put yourself out there. Nope, there's nobody out there who could turn around and judge you mm-hmm. for what you're doing unless they're in the arena as well. Well, okay. So, a couple that things. That was like a hot to me. Yeah. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> People judge based on, like, you know, I was actually reading um, an article online today and it had to do with Aisha Curry and her yes. baby and how people were fat shaming her baby because he's 30 pounds and she, he's only 10 months. Canon, he's adorable. He's a cutie pie. Who shape, body shames anybody? But then, you know, I was thinking as I was reading it, I'm like, those people that are shaming or saying, being judgy, have they looked at themselves in the mirror lately? Like, right. what do you have to offer that she, you know, doesn't? Like, why are you right. okay to judge? And I think, I think there's I think fear and insecurity and all that are kind of looped in together because I feel like if you feel like you're you have low confidence then you're whatever you try to achieve is going to be fearful for you right in many ways right because you're afraid because you're afraid because you don't have the confidence to do it because somebody may have judged you once or you may have judged yourself or you just failed at it before once and you're like oh shit it's going to happen again right Right? so I think fear comes in so many different ways ways um and even like a little kid who doesn't have an insecurity yet he's just a little baby he's still scared of something he's afraid of something the babies i feel like they're not like even like 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 two-year-olds right they're afraid of the dark they know nothing about the dark they don't know anything about boogeyman yet they're babies but they still have a fear you think so yeah that's why they sleep with them like something's under my bed right i mean how do you know how do you come up with that imagination as a child when you haven't seen anything about it. Right. So that's why I feel I get your point there. Yeah. But what I feel like is because they don't know about all of that because exactly. they're young they're not afraid. They could just go on. As we grow older we suddenly we get all these fears of like what people are going to think. We see now so in this now age. Now it's experience. So now yes. we're so when we're kids I think our fear is of the unknown. Mm-hmm. We're still at the unknown as an adult, but it's also experiences that we've seen and gone through that makes our fears even a bit more fearful for us, right? Right. So So then what do you do? How do you how do you overcome these obstacles? Like how do you do you just try so is your thing just try it? But it's easier said than done a lot of times, right? I think there's a lot of things that people want to try. For example, maybe this podcast, maybe the reason that we are so fearful of, of like doing so much more work on it is because maybe we're afraid of all the attention I'll get and then all the work we'll have to do and it'll become a priority for us. And we maybe we're not ready for it to be a priority in our life, right? So that could be a fear like, hey, if this explodes, I don't know how my life will change. So I'm controlling my life right now by making the podcast all I can make it achievable to right now. Does it make sense? It makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. Um, it, it That makes sense. Um, but I think... What Brene was talking about, mm-hmm. and I agree with your points about sometimes we're fearful and we're like, we're so paralyzed to do anything because we're so fearful. And your question was, well, what do we do to get over that fear? What Brene is saying in her talk, she says, you just do it. It's scary. And in part of her talk is like being vulnerable You it, it is equivalent to being brave, mm-hmm. right? And that might seem kind of weird to a lot of people. You're like, wait, you're scared to do this, but mm-hmm. you go ahead and do it. Does that make you brave? People might say, no, that doesn't make you brave. You're but scared, but you are brave because you faced your fear. Right. And that's, for me, um, 
I think that's super but important. But not everybody is ready to face their fear, right? Like, for example, let's just say um, I have a fear of commitment, right? right? right. And say um, if I end up being committed to somebody, I just don't know how to take that step emotionally and physically. Like physically, right. yeah, you can like, oh, let's be boyfriend, girl, let's get married, whatever. Right. But a lot of people who have that fear of commitment aren't ready to take that leap of faith. Exactly. Girl. You yeah. got to watch her and her special because that's exactly what she says. She's not trying to say, come on, you dummies, just do it. Mm-hmm. She's saying, think of the possibilities, the, the beauty of being vulnerable. People are scared. To mm-hmm. your point, people aren't ready to be vulnerable. Yeah. They're not afraid. I mean, they're afraid to make an, a commitment. But that's kind of her talk of what she's trying to shine out is the potential that there is in your life if you do, if you do face that fear. And so, mm-hmm. for example, or, or what you could cut out of your life. Like, are you willing to stay stagnant in your life because you're afraid? So that's what Brene is basically just saying in this whole talk. And I almost cried because then, again, it's about her book. It's based on her book called Daring Greatly. And mm-hmm. it's just about, like, overcoming your fears and, and doing the things that you need to do. Don't be afraid. And, again, a quote that I learned, and I... I Corby, you're probably going to want to kill me because I said it a few times. I said it to a couple of other people. But a quote that I heard recently, and I might I might mess this up. You mess a lot of things up. I what do. The hell is wrong I do. Do you know anything? No. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I barely know how to wake up every morning. Um, no. So the quote was, beyond your biggest fear is your greatest joy. Right. So example could be like maybe a lot of people who are afraid to like tell somebody, maybe someone in a stagnant marriage, right? Mm. Someone who's afraid to say, you know what, honey, we got to figure something out. Either let's figure out how to fix this marriage or let's get a divorce, right? How many people are afraid to have that conversation? Yeah. But what Brene is saying is... Take him to my jacuzzi. <laughs> take him to... <laughs> Will you be in the jacuzzi with them? If it makes it easier for them to have that conversation, I can be there. <laughs> can you imagine a couple having conversation? The Therapy in my jacuzzi. Going. Therapy yeah, in my jacuzzi. They're chilling. The jacuzzi is going. Like, imagine the little bubbling of the water. And then you picture that you and, you know, your Signal. other person yeah. in there. And then later on, you pan over to poor <laughs> And I'm like, hey, guys, let's talk about our relationship. You're like, oh, don't mind me. You're eating popcorn in the jacuzzi. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, th- that quote was, you know, be- beyond your fear mm-hmm. could be your greatest joy. I mean, it's something like that. But mm-hmm. I think the gist of that quote was really, yes, you are afraid to do certain things. But if you face it, imagine what the possibilities are. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if people are afraid to do the hard thing, what even, I know I digress a little bit here, but what do people say? Um, I, I've listened to like podcasts where they say, how do you get through your day at work? Like how to be most productive? And one of the things I've heard all the time was tackle your hardest tasks first in the earliest part of the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of similar there. So it's kind of saying, do what's the most scary or the thing that you a don't want to do. Yeah, a lot of people, but that's the thing. Like, I, I, we have had a podcast on facing our fears in the past. And so I want to talk about vulnerability a little bit more to get a little bit more insight there. Yeah. But it's easy to say, face your fears, just, you know, take a leap of faith. But you're not that person, that situation, something is stopping you. And maybe that's what you have to research, right? So for example, somebody tells me like when I was uh, engaged once, they were like, just have a leap of faith. Just do it. Just do it. But my body was saying, don't do it. 
right? Right. So there was a fear in don't me. Don't get married. You don't, yeah, don't yeah. get married, right? Yeah. So there was a fear in me, something that was preventing me or stopping me. Right. My gut was saying, don't do it, right? So you did the brave thing, right? I didn't do it. No, your brave <laughs> thing was you made the choice for yourself and said, I maybe people might have looked at you and said, girl, oh my God, he's a great man. You mm-hmm. should be getting married, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, right? But sometimes fear can be good because it can stop you from doing something harmful. That's exactly what she's trying to say. Like okay. fear, it's fine, but she's saying face it. Don't run away from it. You face the fear of getting married. I did. And but you said, bro, no. we're not going married. No, it's not happening. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. But I, and but that's what I'm thinking. I think like there's a good fear and a bad fear, and I think women have a lot of great uh, spidey senses to know. Yes. Like, ooh, if I do this, it's probably not going to be. And men too, I'm sure. If I do this, it's not probably going to be the best way. But then it's I think I think a lot of people always say go ahead and face your fear, right? Or do it, or do this, or take a leap of faith. But I think the key here is, don't just try to squash your fear and do the opposite of what your body or your emotions are telling you. Right. Analyze it and see if it's the best thing for you. Yes. And she's not saying to face your fear and do the exact opposite. She's just saying, don't shy away from it. There's a lot of people, Mm -hmm. I think the gist of what she's trying to say is a lot of people have a fear and they they just don't look at it at all. She's saying. So what Brene is saying, at least the message that I'm getting from Brene or the message I got from Brene was, it's okay to be vulnerable. Okay. And yes, there might be some people who look at you and say, oh my God, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. But the point was, you don't have to worry about those people. Not everyone is going to like you. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is going to think what you're doing is great. Mm-hmm. But the key is, sometimes those people don't matter because they're mm-hmm. not they're not brave to do the things that you're doing. So they can't, they do not have the right to cast judgment on you and you shouldn't worry about them. That's the gist. If you think about a strong leader or a strong person or the cool kid in school, they usually don't give a care about what other people think. You notice that? Like, um, they're just like, they're very confident, right, with themselves. And even if they know that they're not probably powerful at something or good at something, they don't care what other people say. That's the and key, that's right? The key. That they like, don't I care. think we care too much yes. about what other people say, feel, and think that we're so scared to be vulnerable. We're paralyzed. Yes, and and I feel like this, and I think this is could be a second great episode. Is like vulnerability, like, is so huge in people. Again, it comes down to insecurities and stuff. But like, I have the hardest time being vulnerable with relationships. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like, and I think a lot of people do build that wall over the ages of, you know, all these different stuff. But I have like, these vulnerabilities are like there for like work, for love, for like, you know, giving like, even at work, a lot of people I find that they put this fake ass wall up that makes them look like they're so great. Yeah, and party. I know, I do. No, I actually, do. your wall makes you look like a, a I resting won't say beautiful word. face. I have a resting beautiful face, <laughs> a guys. A resting B face. RBF is resting beautiful face. Replace the B with whatever you want. That's just my face. God damn it. A resting boo-boo face. Boo-boo face. Um, <laughs> and so it's true, I, though. It's true, right? Like, I think a lot of us hide behind a lot of different things, not just because of fear, but fear and vulnerability kind of do go in hand in hand. Yes, because. You do. You're afraid of something which is making you not be as vulnerable or as, as you should be. Yeah. Right. And uh, again, like I go back to like relationships and stuff because I think I'm the most vulnerable when it comes to that. Okay. It's hard to be vulnerable, but it's mm-hmm. okay. 
at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Because imagine the possibilities that will come into your life the moment you decide to be vulnerable about something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Something. You may have like a burden lifted. So, so let's tell our listeners like what listeners. they need to do to allow a little bit of vulnerability in their life and to help them face their fears of whatever it is. Right. You just have to, one, watch Brene Brown's special on Netflix. It's awesome. It's very, I, I almost had tears. Um, pretty but you have uplifting. tears just sitting in the car. I do. Okay. I do. I have tears looking at Parvi. Like, oh, why did I have a friend? Like, why is she my friend? I am. I'm just your podcast yeah. wife. Yes. <laughs> Are you, I'm your podcast husband. Awesome. But yes, I would say definitely go and listen to Brene Brown's because I'm sure I, I didn't do her justice. I'm hoping she had definitely more messages there. But yeah, try to be a little vulnerable and see yeah. what it, where it it's, takes you. It's okay, I think, is what our message should be to our users, right? It's mm-hmm. okay if you're going to flop or something. You know, it's I've okay. Been, People I've been vulner- will still love you. Maybe. I've been vulnerable at work before and I get stomped on. Then I have to bring my RBF back on. Right? So it's hard. RBF back on. It is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But you but look. It's doable. It's hard, but look, you're still walking. So anyway, you right, guys, like, first thing, your, your to-do list, go watch Bernie Brown. And yes. number two, be vulnerable. It's going to be okay. Porvi does it every day. She's I fine. do. I try to be vulnerable. I do really try. It's scary. <laughs> Anyhow, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Awesome. I'm vulnerable being your friend. You should be. I have a lot to offer. You don't. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs>